time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Happy New Year, everybody. It is Monday, January 6th, the first podcast, a new decade, a new year, and we're looking forward to what lies ahead, and there is going to be so much. We're going to be covering a lot of that. We're going to kick it off today with an interview with Krista May Shorts and talking about social media and how you can have a powerful reach. She's written a book. I was on her podcast. She's now going to be on mine. That's mine. This is ours. This is an our thing because of all who make this possible. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're grateful to have you as our listener. Our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime, anywhere. Get our told you we're going to have Krista Mayshore, who is a realtor, an author, a trainer, a coach. She's developed some really good skills at developing connecting with people, having great success up in Northern California. She sold over 69 houses in her first year. She's a very successful individual, and I'm thinking this would be a purchase market. What better way to get you introduced to how to connect with a good realtor who's doing really, really well. And so we're hopefully pick up some tips and tricks for her on what we can do to be more successful in the real estate community. So excited to have her on. By the way, I want to say a special thank you. We married our daughter off this weekend. A lot of you have commented and said so many nice things. So many text messages came in from many of our faithful listeners, and I really appreciate it. It was a perfect day. When you plan an outdoor wedding in January, this past Saturday, in Texas, you don't know what you're going to get as far as weather. But it was gorgeous. Not a cloud in the sky, sunshine bright. It was 72 to 75 degrees in that range. A nice gentle breeze blowing. Could not have been more of a perfect day. And so we're past that. Guests are all flying home. Got one more having dinner with one family member tonight. And then um, back to just my wife and I and kind of get settling in. One daughter off and one to go. So thrilled to have the new family and our son-in-law. And so congratulations to Christina and Luke Kinder. Appreciate them and their new life together. Also grateful to be a part of the Industry Syndicate. Check out the industrysyndicate.com. We're one of the leaders. I think we are the first, if not one of the first, out there. We're thrilled to be here now, a part of the Industry Syndicate. So check out industrysyndicate.com and all the other podcasts out there. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. We've got the IMB conference coming up. Be sure to check their website for details, as well as make sure you join the Mortgage Action Alliance. You do not have to be a member of the MBA to be a member of that. So check it out. Become a part of that. Special thank you to the MBA for all that they do to make sure our voice is heard on the Hill and keep our industry healthy and vibrant. Also, a special thank you goes to Black Knight, who has developed an actionable intelligence platform to deliver data that drives growth and reduces costs. Be sure to go to blackknightinc.com. We're working on getting Tyler Sherman scheduled to be our guest. We had him coming up, but we had to rearrange things former co-founder of Motivity, which was acquired by Black Knight. We're looking forward to having Tyler on talk about all the latest things they're doing there with data. 
Also, Open Mortgage, a leading buyer of reverse mortgages in the home of some of the top LOs in the country. Grateful to Scott Gordon and the team at Open Mortgage for their sponsorship, as well as Finastra, who has the Mortgage Bot solution, automatically addresses compliance issues while delivering enhanced borrower satisfaction and increased productivity. They got a new release of their product coming out, the Mortgage Bot product. You need to check that out. Pretty exciting stuff what they've got going on. The two co-ops, which we're a part of, the Lenders One co-op, as well as the Mortgage Collaborative co-op, both of these co-ops create competitive advantages for lenders and the vendor members. Be sure to check out both of them. we got the winter conferences coming up with both of these, one at the end of February and one at the beginning of March. Go to their websites. If you're not a member, I encourage you to check it out and consider becoming a member. Also, the CMLA, which is the Community Mortgage Lenders of America. Appreciate their sponsorship and our membership with them. Velma, also got to say, Velma, they do a great job getting your email marketing campaign sent out. And get a hold of Brent Emler there, as well as Knowledge Coop, Ken Perry, and the folks there help do training in such a new and innovative way at Knowledge Coop. And we're thrilled to have VendorSurf, one of our newest sponsors. Looking for new vendors? You can surf them all out. You'll see all the various vendors listed out there. Great company, and we're thrilled to have them as a sponsor. As well as Vidyard, a way of getting your video message communicated. I recommend you communicate more and more in 2020. This decade is going to be, I'll have a lot to, to do with communicating by video. We're going to hear more about that when Krista is our guest, as well as we can say thank you to AI Assist. They're part of the Conversica family. They work a lot at getting decisions made in an automated fashion, especially very grateful for them. Of course, I've already mentioned Alice, Andy, Alan, and Joe for their contributions each and every week. Rob Van Raphorse had an extended New Year, so we did not get a message from him, so we're going to move right on over to Les Parker with this week's TM Spotlight and this week's macro view of the markets. I enjoyed this song. Les? TM Spotlight Soundbites is brought to you by Amesworth Advisors. Bears got bulls running, going out of their minds. Bears got bulls thinking that they're wasting their time. Don't bring rates down. Since the fall of 2009, rates traded in tight ranges with declining high yields. On the close of 2019, the 10-year yield closed at 1.91%, the fourth lowest year-end close since the birth of the USA. Expect the Treasury bears to stay in control while the dollar bearishness persists and the U.S. stocks stay bullish. Look for the 10-year to rise above 2% near-term. Bears tell bulls once more before they get off the floor. Don't bring rates down. These views are my own. Go to tmspotlight.com to subscribe to my daily newsletter. Yeah! Good job. Gary Catcherbone, Les Parker, team up to do that great spot. Go back and listen to some of those. I was listening to this over and over again last night. First of all, I enjoyed the music, but there's so much information in there. And we get some people saying, you know, I don't always get it, but I started downloading and reading Les's daily macro view of the markets, and it's very powerful. So anyway, we're thrilled to have the partnership with Les Parker. Be sure to check it out at tmspotlight.com. Joe Farr, we just know you and I aren't going to sing on the radio. We probably can no. do that. We can Andy do pound no. out some beats and pull it off. But we're, we'll, we'll spare our listeners that that pain. But anyway, happy New Year, friend. Hey, thank you. Yeah, that's his deal. I, I, I think he re, he records those like on Thursdays, if I'm not mistaken. He does. And, yeah. and so you know, his was done before the latest issue with Iran kicked in yeah. on Friday. Because 
10 years down now. Uh, at one point this morning, the 10 year was below 177. And during the day, it's risen back up to about 180. But yeah, still very low rates. And that issue with Iran really caused a, a flight to safety on Friday. We saw a pretty nice drop in mortgage rates, not near as much as we saw in the 10 year, but and we saw a drop in the Dow. Dow lost 100. Uh, I don't remember how much it was. It was a significant drop on Friday. Some of that spilled over into t- this morning as well, Dave. Stocks opened lower by about 175 points, but now they're sitting down only 33 points. So uh, most of that's been recovered. MBS prices today you know, just have moved around a little bit as people try to figure out what's going to go on. You know, the, the concern about our conflict with Iran is going to be a market mover, I think, for a while. Mm-hmm. It certainly was on Friday, as I mentioned. It sure was. Um, Flight to safety, stock market sell-off, bond market rally. The economic data was a bit mixed last week, though. It was. For the week, yeah, for the week it was mixed. We saw really good pending home sales number. Contracts signed to buy previously owned homes in November rose 5.5% from October and were 7.4% higher than same time last year. So, And pending home sales, as you know, is a forward indicator and that that's going to result in sales in the future. That's a good thing. Construction spending was better also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the yeah. housing market data was really pretty good. Now, consumer confidence fell a little bit, as did the ISM manufacturing uh, index. So, you know, that's where the mixed data came in. The ISM manufacturing is a, a pretty significant measure. Yeah, big one. The Fed minutes came out. This was a December 11th meeting, but really they didn't reveal any new information, so they weren't a market mover. And, and like I said, it was all about the... the the conflict with Iran. Finally, China wasn't a big part of the market, and even the impeachment proceedings were really not a factor last week. Now, looking at the week ahead, Dave, the big days are going to come tomorrow and Friday. Tomorrow, we've got the ISM Services Index for December. It'll be released at 10, and a small improvement there is expected. And on Friday, it's the December non-farm payrolls data. It'll come out at 8.30 Eastern time. New jobs expected, uh, 160,000. Unemployment rates expected to stay at its very low rate of 3.5%. There is an expectation that average hourly earnings are going to increase from a two-tenths percent increase in the prior month in November to a three-tenths percent increase. Now, if that were to continue to go up at that rate, it would become a significant event for the Fed. Those events could cause market reaction if there's much of a deviation from what was expected. Now, the main driver of the market this week is likely to be concern over conflict with Iran, whether or not they retaliate in any way or uh, if there's any sort of escalation in that conflict. It could add to that flight to safety that occurred on Friday, which, you know, would be good for mortgage rates, but maybe not so good for stocks. And it's not the kind of thing that you want to have benefit the market, really. Right. I mean, it's going to be a volatile time during this particular time. You know how the yeah. swings can be based on the latest. So it's important that you're using a great system to be able to monitor this in real time. Now, listeners, I'd like to know what systems you're using out there. We have had a great partnership with MBS Quiltline for a good number of years where Joe has been, and we're grateful for them providing us access to the data that they have, as well as my good friend Barry Habib and MBS Highway, and then there's so many others out there. But we want to hear from you what system you're using 
and why you like it. So we'd love to hear from you and get your feedback on that. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you being here. Happy New Year. Thanks, Dad. Look at Thank you. Or do another decade. We've been doing this for a decade together. <laughs> Can you believe it? All of all, as we say here in Texas, all y'all. We've been doing it for a long time. But anyway, it's good to have you here. We're going to take a quick break. Go out to Scott Gordon of Open Mortgage as he talks about the science of sales. Scott? How do you really feel about realtors? Are they your referral source or your business partner? Hey, everyone. Scott Gordon here with a bit of sales science. It's often said that facts don't have feelings, but behavioral scientists are discovering more and more that the way we feel shapes our reality more than facts. So facts may not have feelings, but for many people, feelings are facts. What does this have to do with realtors? Well, let me ask you. When you think of realtors as referral partners, are you really thinking of them as referral partners or referral sources? This is a very important question to ask yourself. Every action you take toward those relationships will stem from your answer. If you feel that your realtors are sources of referrals, your actions are going to be very different. A source is not a partnership. You're going to invest the minimum amount of time into a source in order to extract the maximum profit. The problem with that is your source is a human being and they are going to feel and perceive your actions. On the other hand, if you feel that your realtors are your partners, you're going to approach them differently. Partnerships are based on establishing and providing value. There are countless ways to provide value in your relationship, but they mean little if you aren't really feeling it. So, how do you feel about your realtors? Your answer says everything. If this sounds too good to be true, it's not. It's just the science of sales. Appreciate that, Scott. Especially that's very timely with having Krista Mayshore as our guest a little bit later in the Hot Topics segment. So, good stuff. How are you forming good relationships with your realtors? Well, we're going to hear from a true social media expert in the Hot Topics segment. Krista Mayshore will be our guest, so stay tuned. Alice Alvey, appreciate you so much. She's I had to go off to a meeting starting out the year, hated to do it, but she sent in a recording. So let's get out and listen to Alice Alvey, CMB, Vice President of Education and Training for Union Home Mortgage. And let's hear what she's got this week for the legislative update. Alice? Thanks, Dave, and Happy New Year, everyone. Well, first of all, I want to give you a few deadlines that you needed to remember right here for January 1st. First on the list was, of course, the VA changes to the funding fee and, of course, how VA is going to be calculating entitlement. Hopefully, you've got all that programmed. All of you loan officers and processors out there are ready to make sure that you get that right, and you've already redisclosed for those borrowers whose closings didn't make it by that December 31st deadline. Also keep in mind that many counties have adjusted recording fees across the country. You don't want to miss those changes because obviously it causes a change of circumstance and could end up being a few bucks that can add up to a lot of bucks uh, as you're working uh, within those particular areas. So make sure you've got your finger on the pulse for any fee changes that went into effect. And hopefully you're ready for 1098, 1099, and Humda season as those are fast approaching and actually here now uh, in this first couple of months of the year. Now, I'm looking forward in 2020 on a few key topics for you. First of all is that the CFPB's authority is going to be reviewed by the Supreme Court, and we should hear their opinion on this sometime in the summer as to whether or not they believe the head of the CFPB can be replaced by the president. You know, there's a lot of scuttlebutt out there. A lot of industry groups are trying to talk through and see if the Supreme Court will extend the scope of their comment uh, to really go as far as, say, and whether or not the CFPB is even constitutional because of its structure. But we'll wait and see. 
as to whether or not they just simply answer the questions that have been proposed or they give us some opinions beyond that. More to come, but a big thing for 2020. The next big thing on 2020's list is the new URLA. I think we finally have a real date. Do not expect an extension because we've already gotten a few on this one. So it will be mandatory by November 1st, which happens to be a Sunday. So think Halloween. I've got to have, by the end of October, a whole new system in place for a new loan application. Loan officers, I think this hits you the hardest because your screen's going to change. It's going to be more dynamic. The same information is essentially there, but you're going to have to change the way you've interviewed a borrower. And if you've done this for, you know, 10, 15 or more years, you've got a lot of habits that might have to change because now your screens have all changed. So that's probably the biggest issue. Hopefully your software provider has kept all of the coding behind that to be minimally disruptive to your systems for all the customizations you may have. Uh, we're all still waiting to see what the true end result is on that. But LOs, loan officers, big heads up to you that you want to be ready and be prepared to dedicate some time to this in 2020. Also, we're going to get a new HUD 92900A, the addendum to the 1003 that goes with it. No big change there, just some simple wording adjustments. So don't fret about that one. While I'm on the topic of FHA, they did get another $20 million. This was approved as part of the budget, or I should say appropriations, that was approved in H.R. 1865 that was signed at the end of the year. It doesn't sound like a lot of money in government line item terms. You know, maybe it gets everybody a new computer, but we would sure love to see, as mortgagees, that money go to some infrastructure that we can actually feel. Uh, the concern is that money's going to have to go all behind the scenes and we'll need some more appropriations for years to come before as lenders we truly see some true changes in inefficient and new efficiencies with FHA systems. Now, two final things for you to pay attention to. First of all is mastering the tech stack that loan originators use. We have talked technology now for 10 years since the meltdown. Loan officers, companies have all built multiple combinations of various software services to originate loans more effectively, reach more borrowers, have more touch points, have more video. But guess what's happening in 2020? There are going to be a lot of players who become masters at this. We've had a group of people who master this in the industry and they've been able to become superstars very quickly. This is going to explode. Every loan officer out there is going to be in this game. Every loan officer is going to have the ability to have an A game. So those who are at what they call A today, top players, are going to have to find new ways to even elevate themselves further. This is really going to be ramping up to a whole new level where we watch a lot of loan officers rise up to embrace technology and make a whole new group of masters. Now, that being said, along with that, lenders really need to make sure that they're paying attention to diversity and inclusion. Develop those employee resource groups. There are lots of resources out there. Marsha Davies of Empower for Women, Tony Thompson, founder and CEO of the National Association of Minority Mortgage Bankers, and David and Gary Acosta of the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. All of these folks are resources so that you can grow your company with diversity inclusion. Leverage those resources. Set up ERGs at your company in 2020. Dave, those are my messages to kick us off for the new year. Back to you. First of all, Alice, thank you for a great report. But I want to refer you also, she mentioned about the tax fees and trends changing. 
I want to point out and encourage our listeners to go back and listen to the November 4th, 2019 podcast where we interviewed Liz Gilchrist Kelly, Director of Research at Ernst Fee Services, a Black Knight company, as well as Jan Dalton Clark, who is head of sales and marketing there. I encourage you to check that podcast out because it talks about it and the penalties are substantial. We do our best in this podcast to keep you informed of what's coming down the line, folks. So go back and listen to that one. Great, timely information. Alan Pollock is here. Alan, you heard Alice talking about the challenges of the tech stack with the things coming down on the line. So it's good to have you with mm-hmm. us, friend. Appreciate you and Great. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. Great to be here. And I've got to say that, can you hear me okay? Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, you sound a little bit like, you sound like you're in a, in a, in a shower stall or a little bit, so a little <laughs> echo away, but that's all right. Yeah, I don't know if it's a microphone yeah, you're using or what. Yeah, I podcast from the shower. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, that was, bring up those, well, you just say you're yeah, all wet. I mean, some of the people would give you a bad time, your friends, but we know you know what you're talking about. So anyway, sorry <laughs> about that bad, bad, bad. Alice did bring that up. I, I will cover, I'll read the dates out really quick, but we could always post it. It's on Fannie Mae's website. You have March 9th, where the full functionality integration environment will be available for testing. You've got limited production June 1st, which is scheduled implementation. Aggregators and software partners and lenders can have controlled access. You've got what's called open production on September 1st, which is the redesigned ERLA that's really the earliest effective date. November 1st, all lenders must use the redesigned form, and that also is the time when it completely comes into effect. So thank you, Alice, for bringing that up and the tech topic, because we are going to be talking about that today. So that was a fantastic start. Something kind of funny, David, that I did want to bring up, looking at forecasts for 2020, and you know, these things sort of come out every once in a while, and you you get some really interesting um, type of forecasts. One of them is that we will be in flying cars, if you remember that one. Oh, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Another one is that we will effectively be living in a home that you can just turn on the hose, and it automatically will clean your house. This one was funny. It was human feet will become just one big toe. Uh, That was from the Royal College of Surgeons of England in 1911. Oh, wow. And uh, we'll all have our own helicopter. And I'll read you just one more. We'll wear antenna hats and disposable socks. So there's a list. There's about 50 of them. It's at best. Oh, that's hilarious. With the ear pods that we have, ear, ear pods we have stuck in our heads and our cell phones, maybe maybe we actually, maybe that one was probably closer to true. It's just a little bit, not quite as they envision, but anyway, it's good. Definitely. So what do you see in the new um, year? What do you got? Well, you know, what, what we thought what? We thought that uh, 2019 would be the year of chatbots, mobile engagement, artificial intelligence. Really, you know, what I think 2019 was and where we lead off into 2020 is the acceleration of automation. Um, I, I think we've talked about it. We've, we've got more engagement by borrowers. We've got more technology for loan officers, but we haven't really completely engaged the back office staff. And, and that's a broad area and broad topic. So I, I, that's my prediction for 2020. We're going to fine tune our technology operations we're going to do our 2020 checkup, which I've got a couple points to mention here in a minute. And uh, we're going to reduce our costs and we're going to look to automate, right? Reduce human error and make the experience for loan officers and borrowers and get more referrals. That's what we're going to be focused on in 2020. Mm. Uh, two quick things in the news, David. One, this is actually kind of interesting because this is Sagent Lending Technologies. 
they've entered into an agreement to actually acquire ISGN, which I oh, thought really? was very interesting. Yeah. They have because, you know, they're, they're a big loan servicing technology company. Actually, when I spent some time over at Pfizer, they had acquired some of the, the servicing business. And it looks like uh, Sagen is really, really trying to enhance their technology. We've talked about them in the past. So anyways, they are going to uh, potentially be acquiring ISGN, which means that they're going to be automating workflows. They're going to integrate more with third-party systems, and they're really going to – it's just a bigger way for them to entrance, get an entrance into the mortgage market. So take a look out for that. The other one, this one is great. You know, UWM, we all know who they are. This just year, there. their loan volume exceeded $107 billion, more volume mm-hmm. than any other wholesale lender in history, celebrating their fifth consecutive year as a number one wholesale mortgage lender. They more than doubled 2018 production. So this year was $107 billion, $41.5 billion in 2018. And they broke the whole industry record. So here's what's interesting, right? They've done it because of automation, because of technology, because putting power in the hands of their brokers. And if you, if you actually have never seen what, what UWM does, you know, I've been through their, their TPO portal a number of times. It is, they've got a lot of great technology in it. It doesn't have to be the best looking technology. It doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, have every feature. What it does is it's efficient. And it provides brokers with the tools they need. You want to check it out. I've looked at it. It's a great, it's a great system to take a look at. Uh, and then, you know, David, I want to talk just a little bit today, kind of brief about the 2020 tech checkup. We won't get through the whole thing today. Probably can spend the next couple episodes on it. But really what's so important, you need to do a checkup and you need to understand what is the level of IT maturity in your organization. And are you embracing sort of the big question you've got to ask yourself. Are you embracing new technology in an effort to keep your competitive edge, or are you still running on Windows XP? And do you plan in advance for your IT expenditures or adopt as needed? And, you know, if you look at your competitive landscape, if you look at what your initiatives were in 2019 and, you know, how many projects didn't complete, there's a lot of steps that you can look at. And we'll talk about more of those in the next couple podcasts, but... Really, where just ask yourself the question, where do you want to be? What is your level of IT maturity as you take on 2020? And remember, it's going to be the year of automated efficiencies to the entire mortgage process. That's so true. So good. Good job. Absolutely. Good report. Appreciate it. I love that. And congrats yeah, to I was you, David, you d- and your family on the wedding. Oh, thank you so much. It was a spectacular event. You got some daughters, so your day's coming, my friend. Get ready. Start saving up. You can't save enough money. Don't let them watch and say yes to the dress. That's all I say. Just eliminate that program from your from your from your daughter's eyes. You'll save money just there, right there. I want to tell everyone to go back and listen to the interview that we did with Dan Putney on December 16th, transforming the mortgage industry through innovation and technology, delivering better customer experiences. It talks a little bit. We talk about some of that, but good report. I'm looking forward to hearing stuff that you have coming up ahead. Andy Shell, the profit doctor, is here. Not only is he a profit doctor, but he is a Ph.D. doctor and going for a second one. How many letters can you put behind one man's name? CFP, CPA, CFF, CMB, Ph.D., what else? Best of all, contributor to the podcast, and we're grateful to have you here. What you got, friend? Thank you, Dave. I'm happy to be here as well. And again, as Alan said, congratulations on your Daughter's Nuptial. I'm sure that was an amazing event. I had never thought about not watching 
remember the dress? What's the name of the show? Yeah, yeah. Yes to the dress, I think, is the program. I don't know. Yes to the dress. Oh, wow. Never Hate watched it. Good, good thing. Here's my update for today. First off, today's January the 6th, so you know what that means. We've got oh, accounting yeah. people running around like their hair's on fire. We've got W-2s, 1099s, <laughs> 1098s. We've got to get the yeah. books closed. Got to get the balance sheet ready. Got to get the call reports ready. Got to get, we're already deep into our, the audit cycle. The audit will be released by the end of March. So we've already picked our auditor. Everything's all set. We are just plowing through. So this is, uh, I believe it'll January, be kind to accounting month. It's a good time to bring accounting. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny. It's true though. But, it's true. It's true. Bring them donuts. And, you know, be nice to accounting in January and then sometime in the future when you need a quick expense reimbursement paid, you know, they just might make that happen sure. for right. you. So I just like to remind folks that accountants are people, too. They have feelings despite the fact that they don't show them. Yeah, but, but, so, but maybe we should start, you know, there's this website, Blue Lives Matter, you know, Black Lives Matter. Maybe you should account Lives Matter, too. Maybe you, should, you could start a whole movement there. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so right. Yeah. Let's be kind to everybody. So uh, yeah. I have a couple other things to talk about today. One is the focus on cash flow. So we made it to, to January. January. We're excited about ending 2019. It's looking like a, it's a good year for everybody but that doesn't mean we can relax. We've got to stay diligent in our cash flow focus. We've got to forecast cash flow. Always be thinking about what's next. And we have to be very, very cautious about April. April is a very dangerous month. April and May in particular, because we typically have lower production months, January, February. And so we're consuming cash because we might even be losing money. Hopefully not. Might even be losing money. But that means that when volume ramps up in April, May, mm-hmm. every time we fund a loan, we need cash to fund it because we have to put some of our money into the transaction usually. There's payroll, and commission expense, all this stuff starts happening. So we've got to be really careful about the ramp up. Also, let's have a revenue plan. For 2020, it's really good to have a revenue plan. And in this revenue plan, we need to include how to use social media. So that would be yeah. how do we identify identify how social media enhances your brand to drive more volume? How can we make that work? And how can we identify social media to enhance consumer direct activity? That is a hot topic, and we want to we want to enhance consumer direct activity because it enhances the consumer's uh, payment and our margin. When you basically don't have the big commission expense, you have a a substantially lower commission expense. You give some of the benefit to the customer, some of the benefit stays at the firm, and it works out great for everyone. So lastly, and I, I, I teased yeah. this up slightly with Dave before the show launched, and that is I, I always talk about the things that I think are interesting, and I would enjoy hearing from the listeners to talk about the yes. things that you think are interesting. So this Ask the Doctor segment, I'm going to launch, send me an email. You can send it directly to the podcast website today or send it directly to me at andy at mbs-team.com. And we'll start teeing up some of these questions, uh, some of the questions that you want to know the answer to. Dave actually mentioned about how to pick an auditor. Well, we will cover that, but 
probably a little bit later because you've already got your auditor picked. You're in the middle of your audit right now, right? But we could talk about big picture things, how to run a business, how to motivate employees, how to increase profit. We can talk about granular things like how to pick an auditor, how to pick an accounts payable system, what's an appropriate policy for employee expense reimbursement. I mean, there's the list is endless. And I would like to talk about the things that the listeners think are important. Good. So I look forward Good. to hearing from people about that. And that's it for today, Dave. Good. Email Andy at A-N-D-Y at mbs-team.com. You can text me or get a hold of Paul on our podcast and our LinkedIn. There's so many ways you can reach us. So, Andy Shell, thank you so much. Happy New Year, my friend. Looking thank you. forward you too, to Dave. an exciting year together working in this crazy industry called the mortgage lending industry. Folks, we are wrapping up the first segment of the podcast, and now this is where we break it. If you're listening live, just stay right here. We've got Krista Mayshore going to be on here in just a moment. Just want to let you regular listeners that are listening live, just let you know we do cut it off here. So when you listen to it on a download basis, the hot topic is rebroadcast as a separate podcast. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors. Again, we have Black Knight, Open Mortgage, Finastra. MBA, Lenders One, The Mortgage Collaborative, CMLA, as well as Velma, Knowledge Group, Vidyard, VendorSurf, our newest sponsor as AI Assist. Thanks for listening, everybody. Look forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.